three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions tonight i have a very special guest another blast from the past uh christine is in the building how you doing christine i am well how are you jan i'm so excited to be on your um podcast and it is pretty cool that you reached out and that you remembered me so oh yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) um yeah you know I don't know if it, it's that's just me, but I mean, a lot of people ask me how I remember people or events and, and stuff, and it sticks to me. Like, I, I feel like everyone's kind of a part of my experience in life. So, you know, it's only right that I I stay connected. I don't know about you, but that's how I kind of feel about it. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time. Um, I know not everybody's comfortable, you know, being on this platform. So it means a lot for you to come on um for the folks out there unfamiliar with the flow of the show we do some intro questions just to set the tone um if you're if you've never seen an episode before <laughs> you'll you'll you, i think you'll get the tone from these warm-up questions uh have a little a couple icebreakers as well uh you know for a little bit of fun before we get started and then we jump into the, the interview where you choose a, a number between one and 34 and uh sound good to you christine yep that sounds great all right so my very first question is how have you been it's been a pretty bananas year so has you been doing well you've been going through it how you been yeah that question we get asked a lot and sometimes i don't know where to start and i think today i want to share that i am over well over well um (laughs) um Overall, I am doing well. I think that this past year has taught me many, many lessons, and um, I took the opportunity to um, really focus on me um, and start healing from within. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah. uh, what would you say was probably maybe one of your greatest highlights of, uh, of I guess, this past year? I feel like this past year is, is a particular, like, Uh, time in our lives that I think everyone kind of shared this experience of having either more time or like really focusing on what's important to them in their lives so was there any particular like highlight of that time for you yeah there are so many and I would say which one do I which one do I say um which one do I share um one particular highlight that I am super proud of um, and is still a work in progress is um, I am jumping into this entrepreneurship journey um, of creating a business that I am comfortable with, um, going at a pace that I am comfortable with, um, and just really allowing me to learn as I do and um i love everything that i've done so far it is challenging as heck but um i think that it has provided a lot of what i've just been like itching to do right so um what i'm particularly talking about is i'm starting my own coaching business and it is called lead with joy coaching and so lead with joy um my part of my first name is christine joy um, but a lot of people just know me as christine and for a long time 
you know, all my life, actually, I never used the word joy or the name joy. Hmm. And it has just been a realization that like that is part of who I am. Um, I have heard folks say that I bring joy to, to their lives. And I think it's about time that I acknowledge that part of me. And I've also just created that as an acronym. Um, joy meaning just own yourself. And I think for me, that just means uh, knowing who you are, feeling grounded, and just starting from within, and then everything else will, you know, hopefully fall into place. But just knowing who you are, um, there's just like that special piece. No um, doubt. No doubt. Yeah. That sounds exciting. Oh, man. Uh, a business and coaching? Uh, is there is there any specific kind of coaching or is it just, uh, you know, open to any any maybe support people need out there? Yeah, you know, Jan, that is a really great question. Um, I'm still trying to nail who, what my niche is, but at this point, it is open doors for all. Um, I think interaction, similar to you, um, any connection is a special connection to me. And um, as soon as we start talking, then I think we'll, we'll know the vibe and whether I can support that person or not. But I definitely don't want to close the doors and just call it a thing i just want to be able to connect to connect with others and spread the word as much as i can for now um no yep. I, I hear you i hear you um i've also tried to start a business a couple years back well i can't even call it that because i'm not a business-minded person and i wasn't mm -hmm. looking at it like purely by numbers and everything so um yeah it was a project i was working on <laughs> and um, people ask me all the time like oh who's your audience it was a fur clothing brand called uh, hella mm -hmm. hungry which is uh, yeah. it's still there but i haven't um invested a lot of time into it recently uh, but yeah so a lot of people ask me who are you going for what kind of people are you are you trying to attract with this and I could never answer that I was like it's for everybody like everybody can relate to, to this this product this message and um, that was one of my I guess downfalls or faults when it came to starting a business um, but yeah so I guess that's something I learned and then even with this podcast it's like I feel you on trying to find your niche because I know this isn't for everybody, um, but I think it is out. It is good. It, it will be there for people who do, you know, dig, dig the show. So uh, still still trying to figure that out for myself, too. But yeah. yeah, I will say, though, that I am creating a space for myself where I'm at least naming that I'm an alignment success coach. So I know that was a lot of words in there but really alignment um comes with a personal story and i guess i could share it here which um yeah i'm excited to share so i don't know about you jan but i don't when we used to work together in the past i don't know if i shared um this personal fact that i have scoliosis yes I do and remember. oh awesome so i had a major back surgery when i was 11 years old and um, scoliosis, for those who don't know, is just like a, a curvature of the spine, but a little bit more extreme. And at a young age, I found out that I had scoliosis and it was past the point of just having the preventative measure of wearing a brace. So I had to undergo surgery. Um, I have two titanium rods, I have seven titanium screws um, in my spine and I am not 
ever going to be 100% straight. Um, but I am aligned, right? I am here. I am uh, living the world as I know it. And so I think for me, it is, there will never be that perfect moment of being straight and aligned, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, there are always going to be something that comes up um, and that gets in your way. And how do we better align ourselves to be okay with that and move forward with that? Um, so that's why, you know, alignment success just feels right to me. Yeah, no, no. It, I think it's, it's even better when you have it like really connect with your story. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for you. Uh, you know, keep, keep doing your thing. I'm, I'll definitely be uh, checking in with you, see how, see how it's going. Um, cool. So let's let's jump into a couple icebreakers uh, before we keep rolling. So the first one is a one-word spelling bee. Is that something you're open to, or if you're not, that's fine too. It's just it's been what what I've been doing. So <laughs> uh, yeah, would you like to participate, or you could pass if you like. Uh, that's so funny. I'm down. All right, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Your word is going to be amateur. I get this one wrong okay. all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Amateur. A-M-A-T-E-U-R. Oh, you got it right. Nice. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> I usually get the E and the U mixed up. I don't know why, but... That's what's up. All right. You got the first one. And then the second one is a riddle. So, uh, are you down with riddles? Uh, I'm not very good, but I'm, I'm down to hear it. And Okay. You have, uh, <laughs> you have 60 seconds. Um, I want to see if this timer works real quick. It should pop up. You see that timer on your screen? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So, uh, as soon as I'm done saying the riddle i will press that timer and it is what has a head a tail is brown and has no legs what has so it's brown it has a tail has a head and but no legs yeah head tail brown no legs I think you'd be kind of mad. I, right, as I was saying, I was like, man, I need to pick better riddles. <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> For sure, you throwing in the towel? I am because I just don't want to. Okay, I got sit, you. I got you. Silent. <laughs> it is a, a penny. It has a head. It has a tail. <laughs> it's brown. With no legs. I know. As I was reading it, I was like, oh, this wasn't the strongest one. I could have used another one. <laughs> My no, that's copper. That's copper. <laughs> be more specific, right? Because <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, that could be really anything. <laughs> that could be a whole lot of things. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. Um, thank you for participating. And uh, let's jump into some more warm up questions. This. Uh, this next one is, what would you like the audience to know about you? I guess you kind of mentioned a little bit, but if there's anything else, you know, as far as your personality and, you know, or um, where you're coming from. 
sure. Um, let's see. I am, I yeah. Where do I start? I am from San Diego. Let's just start from there. Um, born and raised in San Diego, and did all my education there from preschool up until college. I'm actually repping my my <laughs> college right now, UCSD. Um, go Tritons! And um, pretty much after I graduated college, I decided that I needed a different scenery. Um, I've also just been a commuter, so I never experienced that moving away part of um, that college experience. So uh, I decided to move to the Bay Area, and it is going to be 10 years since I've lived here, um, which is also insane because I just can't believe it's been 10 years since I moved away from home. Um, so I want to share that. I call San Diego home, and I also call the Bay Area home. Um, I am a recent mom and a wife, uh, approaching two years for, for both of those different roles. And um, yeah, it just has been amazing to, to see myself grow in both of those roles. Um, and I think personality-wise, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty open. I would like to say that I have some sort of humor uh, or maybe my awkwardness is that leads to that but um i <laughs> just i'm also owning that part of me which i love oh yeah yeah i mean awkward moments are are super fun actually yeah uh, if, if, if you can if you can embrace it um if you're trying to like fight against it oh it just keeps getting worse but uh right you know <laughs> i know that feeling i know that feeling um so a new mom uh do you mind sharing you know what would be do you feel like you've changed like from not being a mom to becoming a mom is there anything that you kind of uh grew into i guess yes a lot i grew into myself that is such a broad answer but um you know when people compliment you <laughs> and you can't really see it for yourself or you don't really feel or you just don't own that compliment all the way through yeah it, it feels awkward sometimes right it's like it feels like why are you shining so much love on me or why are you loving me um this way and it really wasn't until i became a mom and uh maybe the pandemic helped too but it was like oh there's something about parenthood and motherhood that you see your child go through their own development and there's this like special type of love. And um, when I want to compliment him, I want him to own it, right? And I want him to understand like, I am so proud of you for, for recognizing that letter or for making that animal sound. And it made me reflect on myself when someone were to applaud me for the projects that I do at work or, um, or anything of that sort. It's just like, I never really owned it 100%, but now I am. <laughs> and it just feels so empowering. And I think it's great. And I, that's something that I've grown into, if that answers your question. Yeah, that's 
that's a pretty crazy revelation. Uh, I think a lot of people out there have problems with uh, accepting compliments or, you know, just anything nice people say about them. It almost feels like, oh, yeah, like you said, why, why are you loving me this way? Like, I, <laughs> I don't like it. And, I, you know, so, yeah, I guess, you know, parenthood just just making you realize like, wow, like that's um, because you want that person to feel it so much. And, you know, you just hope that because you know how you you are yourself it's like damn like i hope they they really understand and not try to like fight against against this um so that's a trip that's a trip uh not something i've experienced myself yet but um yeah yeah i, I can see i can see have i can see it having the same effect on me probably most likely <laughs> yep um, yeah for sure my my second question for you in the warm-up is if someone were to pay you a tribute um, how would you like to be honored? So if I was going to honor Christine today, what could I do? Uh, what kind of act could I do? Are you asking like what I would be honored for or how I want to be honored? How would you would like to be honored? Ooh. Like, um, yeah, I had a guess say, you know, uh, if someone could just create a wall of quotes that I did or whatever and like have everybody kind of write their favorite quote from me, uh, <laughs> you know, it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then other people are like, oh, you know, just do something nice. But what what would you like the people to do for you? Wow. Um... I'd like a dope ass party. <laughs> I'd like a party where all the people in my life that hopefully I've impacted are there and maybe they can have like 10 to 15 seconds to really share, um, you know, how much I've contributed to their life because now I can receive I can receive the the love um but also I just really want people to have a dope ass time so it's just like everyone just have a few seconds you can say something nice about me um but we're really here as a community and um I'm just really down to to have casual conversations throughout the party <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up uh definitely gonna try to that's gonna be hard because I feel like that party's gonna be kind of big, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, if you're gonna get into coaching, you're about to be affecting a lot of people's lives. So be prepared. Be prepared. Um, but yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's about to feel like a college party, but without the mm, the craziness, I guess. Just like a little bit more refined. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, I'll. Hopefully, uh, you know, I can help be a part of, you know, creating that, uh, if anything. <laughs> uh, all right. And my last question of the warm up is on a scale from one to 10, how well do you know yourself? Mm, I want to say right now an eight. Okay. And... You know, if I if it was a ten, I feel like my life would be over. And uh, there's just so much growing to do. And um, I'm just excited to experience what comes next. Um, so I think yeah, that question is allowing me to 
you say that I'm an eight because I'm at this point where I'm feeling a lot more safe um, in my body and and confident in what I am valuing and what I stand for and not quite a nine because I think that there's still a little bit more um, healing to go but never a ten because um, that would just mean I hit perfection. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, um, and you know the crazy thing is uh, I had a guest come on and they mentioned how we'll, no one will ever be a 10 um, because one part of knowing yourself is knowing how others perceive you and that's one thing we'll never really know um, no matter how hard we try to find, figure that out but uh, yeah so yeah I think 10 is impossible you know uh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's always I'm just always curious about how, how people kind of you know uh, take that question and how they reflect on it personally for me I say I'm a five um, I like to give equal parts of knowing and not knowing and um I think that's just where I'm at in my life for sure too uh because it I say at the highest of highs I feel like I know myself the most and at the lowest of lows I kind of feel like I don't know who I am um and I think that just comes with the different stages in life uh but yeah yeah what would you I know you mentioned like humor being a part of your personality earlier uh is that would you say your favorite part of your personality or is there another thing that you put you particularly like yeah that's me you know <laughs> Yeah. Um, hmm. It's funny. I'm just glancing off to the side because I do have um, some words <laughs> that describe me um, through different like um, character traits test and the strengths finders test. And um, I've gone through some programs too in the past where other folks were also reflecting on. Uh, who I am as an individual and as I stare out into this list of words I just feel like I am I'm a nurturer if that makes any sense um I like to nurture relationships um I just also value people feeling heard and seen and um I think that's the reason why I'm still in education and why I am continuing this this journey of being a coach because I just really want to get to know folks and see where I can support. Um, it's never me telling them what to do. I just really want to know, <laughs> like, what is it about myself that can be part of your puzzle and how I can kind of elevate um the way you are so just nourishing yeah and would, nurturing yeah <laughs> would you say that's always been a part of you or like since you were like a kid and growing up or was that something you kind of realized a little further down the road for yourself um realized later in life but has always been a part of me because i am the oldest of three I have two younger brothers and um, basically like their second mom because my parents worked very hard growing up and they still continue to do that and uh, we just grew up very close. They're my best friends. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, 
we made it to the main portion of the interview where you start picking numbers. I, whenever I have to make the statement, I always say it's your turn to pick questions, and I'm like, oh damn it, it's supposed to say numbers. Uh, I'm glad I got it right that time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, there are three levels: easy, medium, hard. Uh, where would you like to start, and what's your number? Oh gosh, let's just take it step by step. So let's go with easy. Um, and any number between one to thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 22. 22. What is the greatest gift you've ever received? What is the greatest gift I've ever received? Uh, like physically or... <laughs> Yeah, I feel you because, um, you know, I'm sure your your child is the greatest gift you've ever received. <laughs> uh, but let's say uh, a gift that was kind of like given at, a, at an occasion, you know, a birthday or, or holiday. I apologize to folks who have actually given me something and I just don't remember. Um... I feel you, my bad. <laughs> not, not the intention, not the intention. <laughs> The greatest gift that I've ever received would be, gosh, Jan, this is really hard. Um, you could pass too if it's a, uh, you know, is. This is an easy question too. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's subjective though, you know. It's just the questions that I thought yeah. was easy to to answer, but. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um. I can't really think of anything. Honestly, the only thing that I'm that's crossing my mind is the most recent awesome gift that I received. Okay. Um, but I can't I can't think throughout my whole life like which is the greatest. Like I yeah, just feel yeah. a, a lot of pressure. I, I, I think I think that just means a lot of them are great. That, that, that that's what I think it means. You know. Uh, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can share it with you. It's just one of my best friends from college gave me like surprise mail and it's basically a five minute timer. Oh, that's sick. Um, <laughs> you know, you flip it and it says check in with yourself and then the other side says take time to breathe and you know, um, I'm in front of my computer a lot. And when I look at that, I'm like, okay, I think it's time to just take five minutes, right? And breathe, check in. And I think it was the most thoughtful gift that I've received um, recently. So grateful for it. Yeah, that's sick. I, I really like, I like how you said it and you were just like, boom, got it right here. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, that's dope that's dope uh i gotta I, i'm gonna google that because i think there's some people that i could give them to that that they would appreciate it uh, yeah that's pretty cool um you still work with the youth is that something you still do or i do yeah for sure mm -hmm. i'm actually just getting back into it uh um, in a couple of weeks now i'm gonna start orientation for this new new job working with the youth again and um, oh my god I'm so Congrats. excited. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm excited but scared at the same time, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, my last youth job was maybe three years ago now, and I had left because I chased the money. And uh, 
when the mm-hmm. was not happier, you know, without without the kids. Um, so now I'm excited to get back. I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to like build the same relationships or like the same connection with the kids that I had before. Mm-hmm. What, what what advice do you have for me for for like trying to to do that? <laughs> Gosh. You gotta just stay true to who you are because I think there are gonna be some youths out there who are curious about, you know, the type of music you listened to back in early 2000s and they're gonna be like, yo, my cousin plays that or my uncle plays that or, you know, like someone older in their life and you're gonna be like, yeah, I have a playlist ready to go if you're down, you know? And um, that's how we stay relevant. We stay true to who we are and share like how we grew up and um, all the great things that um, you know we enjoyed in our childhood. And for those, you know, you're not going to please all the youth, but for those who um, are interested in getting to know um, like a particular mentor or adult in their life. Um, they're gonna really see that and i think you have a lot to share jen <laughs> i hope i hope so um and yeah i'm, I'm i am definitely excited because uh yeah the experience that i had even you know when we were at smash and uh i don't i, I interviewed uh i don't know if you remember robert Z- zuniga i think that's oh my gosh yeah yes. he, he came on the sh- on the podcast and his episode's coming out in june if you want to check that out um, no way yeah yeah he's on he's on here um but yeah with with him and just like being able to reconnect with him just be like hey man you remember you know how i viewed you and how you viewed me like <laughs> back then and now we're just both uh you know adults living our lives um i, I love that oh, wow. reconnection as well uh but yeah i think i thank you for your advice it's something that i think will uh will help help me focus on really just you know i keep keeping with my approach i am pretty like i don't know trans i don't know transparency the right word but you know i say i try to stay true to myself and uh you know i think you're right kids will definitely know if you're being fake or not it's it's just something that and they're not afraid to call you out on it either so uh mm-hmm. you know why even <laughs> why even try sometimes but uh what would you say is your favorite part of working with the youth? Um, the transformations. The transformations, even if it's small and tiny to them, I think it's huge to me. So if it's just like a tiny shift of, I've reached out to a kid via text 30 times and they finally respond the 31st time it's like that was a huge win because you must be reading all my shit but um you know there maybe there was one emoji more that i <laughs> that i added um to this message and you're like i'm gonna finally respond or maybe it was just my determination to to try to still connect with the student and um when we start connecting i think like it just goes to show that the conversation just doesn't end in the convert in the text like we can there's just so much more that i want to know and how you're doing um and so it's the transformations i i guess i could it's it's overall um amazing to me i think i also you know i've worked with 
um, college students in the past. I've worked with high school students and currently working with high school students now and mentors. And um, what's really great right now is graduation is literally a week away. And um, a lot of the students that I am working with are graduating and they're going to be going into their own pathways. So I have a particular student who is going to just decide on a gap year. I have another student who is going to go into the military. I have another student who um, is, you know, just needs a little bit more recovery credit. And, and there's a lot of students who are going to community college and, and you know, four-year universities. And I think um, just being able to let them know that wherever you are is is great. There's no need to feel shame about not being there or or here. It's like really owning again, like it's okay where I'm at because it's just been a rough year overall also. Um, yeah. so so having that so having them own that is also a huge transformation, I believe. And yeah. Yeah, um, would you would you say it's harder for kids to like um, not not feel not feel bad or compare themselves? Because you know when we were, I guess, out, when we were like going up and we were um, applying for schools and stuff, we didn't have as much of like technology or social media presence, you know, being a part of our lives. And now these kids, like even more so are comparing themselves to each other and um because you, you had mentioned about reminding them that it's okay to be where they are and like whatever path they're they're on they don't need to be you know concerned about what other other peer, uh, other people in their age group are doing um do you see that of more of an issue now like working with the youth that you do work with I feel like I can answer this in, in two ways, but my gut feeling, and from what I've observed, I think students now, and maybe this is the optimistic side of me, um, can sense that students nowadays are a lot more aware. They are open, they are open-minded, they have gone through just tremendous and traumatic events. Um, during these past few months, maybe even few years, um, they're growing at a time where technology has just elevated, you know? And um, I think that they're living the life that we couldn't even, maybe we imagined it, but they're actually living it, you know? And um, what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is if you if you're in a positive headspace if you believe that you can do right and that you believe in your passions and your values it doesn't really matter what other people think of you or what people are are saying about you you know um but if you're in this place where it's still you know, you're kind of in a negative headspace or just feeling low, um, yeah, then it's easy to worry. It's easy to worry about what other people are thinking about. Um, and it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. So I think for me, it's all about the mindset. It's all about how can we shift 
and also normalize that we are going to experience the lows of the lows and the highs of the highs but how do we again gosh i think i'm plugging in my coaching thing here but how do we stay grounded with who we are and how we've experienced life up until this point and can we own it and if we can't how do we like just reflect back a little bit and just be okay with um like there are resources out there right there are people who you can talk to to like bring you back to that place of safety and groundedness and then we can move forward you're never you're you're not going to always move forward all the time like it's not always linear right it's always just going to be tumbleweed yeah. <laughs> going around in circles um but yeah uh not for sure i, I think uh, yeah. you, you answered it um go ahead and throw me another number um let's go with three same uh it's still easy oh yes <laughs> no worries no worries uh who do you have major respect for it could be it doesn't have to be just one person it could be a particular group of people um I had uh, someone come on and tell me they had major respect for kids uh, in general. So, like, how about for, for yourself? Um, I have major respect for all the people who are first first so let me elaborate a little bit for sure first in their family to attend college first in their family to even graduate high school first in their family um to be born like i'm the oldest right um first in their family to land a professional gig or a job um first in their family to seek therapy, to seek coaching, to um, ask for support that their parents never um, had access to. Um, first time entrepreneurs, first time podcast hosts, um, first just everyone, I feel like people can relate to this. There's always just going to be a first time for folks and um but just a huge shout out for those who are truly like the first um in their family to do something that's different and something that was never really modeled for them um because that shit's scary <laughs> right yeah you know I, I never even really thought about that um i guess one, one one thing that that does relate to that i've thought about is like you know not having a mentor and where do people get mentors you know for whatever particular skill or or career path they're, they're going to um like you know, for for me this podcast and I, I didn't even trip off that like you know you're you're saying yeah you're modeling something for for your family in a sense too right like there's gonna be hopefully my nephews and nieces they were like oh shoot I, I kind of want to do that I could ask my uncle how to do that um, but yeah so it, it just made me think about that like that that's one thing for, for me I, I don't know if you have the answer to that where where does one find a mentor if uh, if they're searching for one. 
I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, uh, let me back up. Uh, I think these days it could be slightly easier than if I'm thinking back to when I was a youth and like, how do I find a mentor? It's like, no fucking clue. Um, but I could imagine at least now there is social media outlets out there. Um, there's Instagram, there's LinkedIn, there is um, just a simple ask of, you know, the teachers in your lives, um, the staff (laughs) who you work with, you know, and just like really utilizing your social capital with what you know and just starting there. And I think like when you ask a particular person, they're going to know like, five people and then those five people are going to know more um so it's just it just starts with asking yeah that's a trip though that's that's a a really big first step too you know uh people can always doubt themselves or just play out scenarios and discourage themselves from even you know wanting to ask uh so if you're out there don't be afraid to ask you never know um and i'm one of those i'm talking to myself right now (laughs) Uh, but yeah (laughs) Uh, me too me too i'm just i'm just talking but sometimes i don't walk the talk so (laughs) it's a difficult thing but I, i think it also marks kind of like what's in your mind if it's a if it's true or pure like it's on your mind so i think it's just a matter of time um for for a lot of folks out there so pretty interesting uh yeah I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now. I don't know if you, I don't think you've looked at the document. So there are a couple curveballs, um, which is a, a fill in the blank. And mm. your fill in the blank is life is all about blank. The first thing that came to mind was uh, beauty. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, and I think because I was stuck on a quote that instantly popped into my head where life is beautiful, but for some reason that was like, I wanted to fill in the blank with beauty. Um, can you read it out loud then? If I just, life, life is all about beauty. Mm. That sounds so superficial. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say like elaborate, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or you could, you know, switch it up. Don't feel like you got it. You know. <laughs> now I feel like I have to come correct and be like, "What the hell, Christine?" I, I think it makes um, sense when you're saying the phrase "life is beautiful" came to mind. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I think it was just different <laughs> Let me tracks. It. Different tracks, yeah. Um. Also, side note, this is where my true personality comes out, where I think I'll just say shit and I'm like, oh my God, where did that come from? I need to explain myself. Um, I'm, anyway. glad, I'm glad you're comfortable enough to be yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm abstract. And sometimes people are like, that was far-fetched, Christine. Oh. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Life is beautiful is a quote that 
was my tagline oh my gosh on tumblr like years ago shout out tumblr <laughs> i mean I, th- I think people are still using it I just, right uh, yeah yeah they have to be it's still it's still out there um yeah maybe i, I need to yeah. start one for the podcast maybe that's where where it's gonna take off people gonna <laughs> not right? sure. maybe the maybe the youth are, are on there again i don't know they're bringing it back and calling it a throwback i don't know uh but yeah that was my tagline for a long time and there's um i see that thrown out um from time to time there's beautiful art pieces that um that just make that a visual for folks and for me during my hardest transitions especially moving away from home um i felt like that grounded me you know like no matter how hard life was or just trying to figure out what my next move was going to be um I always just told myself life is beautiful and like no matter what shows up next like you'll be able to get through it it won't feel good sometimes but um the outcome will be what it should be and I think that's fucking beautiful right so yeah I hope that ex- that you know <laughs> explains why I chose that word for sure um, for sure yeah yeah no worries uh, <laughs> uh Let's go ahead and uh, get a couple numbers in. Still staying at, on easy mode, or? Uh, you can move up to medium. Medium for sure, for sure. Uh, go ahead. You could choose the same numbers. They're, they're going to be different questions, or you could go with different numbers as well. Um, we'll go with eight. Eight. If you could take one, if you could take back one mistake, what would it be? To take back one mistake what would it be mm. mm-hmm. if I could take back a moment where uh, I really just gave my whole self without thinking about myself first to someone <laughs> Uh, I would definitely take that back because damn girl, like, it's not worth it, you know? Um, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some, I mean, for me, there's just so many mistakes and, you know, me thinking about, like, I was was actually like, what would I take back? And uh, there's there's just too many. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Life is beautiful, Jen. Oh, it is. It is, and we won't. <laughs> we, we wouldn't know beauty unless you know we knew the, the ugly parts too. So yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, th- thank you for sharing. I know it's it's not always easy, uh, but go ahead and uh, throw throw me another number. Um, let's go with twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Uh, when was the last time you stepped outside your comfort zone? Today. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. If that's a daily thing, that's great. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would. I would say yeah. I mean, I think because I'm starting something new for myself. It's like every day I'm trying to push myself to explore different ways to 
to mobilize myself and that is so out of my comfort zone because I'm just it's the first time for for me to try something different um so yeah for sure um what would you say has been like the toughest thing for you as far as starting a, a new business that I, I know what was hard for me but I'm, I'm curious what you think is has been the most difficult thing the real real the real real <laughs> um, there is a part of me that says you got this you can do this I believe in you but then there's this piece too where I really still want people to hold my hand <laughs> and guide me through and I think like it's so much easier when someone is just holding your hand and telling you the next step but truth be told in the entrepreneurial world no one is gonna hold your hand all the way through you're gonna maybe they'll like guide you and like lend out their hand but um it's pretty much up to you and um it's hard it's i mean i think i'm i'm strengthening that muscle and, and figuring that out but uh i think for a while i'm just like who can i lean on <laughs> who can i ask um to just like tell me what's next right but yeah. that is the beauty of entrepreneurship is that you get to decide what is next and it's uncomfortable because sometimes i'm not confident with what i think should be next um <clears throat> and so when someone tells you what to do it's like oh yeah i got you i can do that mm, um, i see i see mm -hmm. yeah i mean keeping yourself accountable as an entrepreneur doing it solo is like it's i mean you 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 have to have some kind of special drive i think you have to be in a, in the right mindset because i could never figure it out uh for myself i've uh for for me with hella hungry i the biggest thing for me was um I was afraid to build a team. I, 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 we're in different industries and different uh, products that we, we give and services. But uh, I know for a clothing brand, you might want to start with a team and have people, um, you know, doing different departments. And I could never feel comfortable, one, asking for help, and then two, being responsible for other people's time and effort. You know, it was always like, I don't want to be, you know, if, if, I, if I don't make it, that means nobody makes it and i didn't like that pressure i don't think i could handle it um so yeah i mean that's something i feel like i need to either grow into or, or find those skills to feel confident before i really like take the next steps with with hella hungry but yeah and i know it could be <laughs> the experience is uh it's crazy uh yeah and the, the oh god but i think what's great is that you have a foundation you have it started and now it's just like tweaking or you know kind of filling in the gaps of um what you were missing before which i think is dope so it's like offering yourself a second chance i like that 
I will uh, I'll keep that in mind. And yeah, that, that's one of the things. Like even now, people ask me, "Oh, what's going on with it? We haven't seen anything new. You haven't been doing anything." And I'm like, you know, honestly, it's uh, it's like a, I'm taking a step back, a little break, and it's still there. Like everybody wants to support, it's still there. It's just that you know, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm focused on this right now, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. I can kind of bridge the gap between the both of them eventually. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, just want to say um, we have about 10-15 minutes left in the podcast I want to thank you again for coming on I hope you're having fun it's been it's been a great conversation for, for me so yeah I'm having a blast thanks Jen no problem no problem uh, go ahead and throw me another number um, we will go with the number 11 number 11 so this could be kind of hard to understand maybe <laughs> uh but it is when did your stream of consciousness begin so like for for me i would say when i was 12 something like a switch changed and all of a sudden i became kind of conscious about you know my purpose in life and like what am i gonna do or yeah <laughs> that's that's and then it's kind of stuck with me like now from there to now it's like i've been having the same voice in my head um but yeah i don't know if if, if that relates to you some people don't have that voice and i'm like damn for real like wish i could be like that <laughs> <laughs> oh wow um, again, it's hard to, I mean, yeah, nothing comes up in my early childhood and I would have to say college was really when, yeah, maybe that like voice of like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. I'm still um, I'm still here. I'm still here. Like if you see the other little box window, my my top yeah. my, my that my other camera froze on me, so uh <laughs> I know it looks kinda of funny right now. <laughs> I see you Jen. Um it's all good. <laughs> um but yeah, I would say college. I can't tell you what moment or um, yeah, what moment in college, but that chapter in my life was um, eye-opening for me. For sure, for sure. I'm so sorry. I got, I'm like distracted because this, this thing is happening. I was going to try to play it off like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I know exactly what you said. <laughs> um, so you had talked about college. Uh, can, can you mind if I try to fix this real quick? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Terrible. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> we'll pick up where we left off. I'm just trying to figure out what happened. I hope it's nothing too bad because this is the first time it's kind of happened. Um, you know what's funny is like I'm not really into or I'm starting to be more attuned to astrology, but they're saying something like... Um, what is it? Mercury retrograde starts today. Yo, so I I remember there was even a meme about that, like Mercury retrograde and how everyone kind of like points to that as like why they they kind of messed up or something good didn't happen. What does that mean? Like if you could explain that. I mean, I don't want to butcher and and you know throw that field into. Oh, I got uh, you. I got you. But um, but 
Yeah. From what I am, from at least from what I understand, Richard Richard Reed is like something that you can blame for technology issues or, um, oh, yeah. That's funny. Like, that's funny. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> let's just blame it on that. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm with that because <laughs> I really didn't anticipate this from happening um well we'll just roll like this for until the end um man i'm not used to this angle as much as i am the other (laughs) (laughs) it's all good it's all good um yeah let me see where were we uh you remember because stream of consciousness yes stream of and you said college that's when it kind of happened yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay for sure for sure um what would you say was a like i don't know for you i I feel like we've had this conversation before but i was not prepared for college when i came in and i was kind of like yes (laughs) from your reaction i could kind of see um you know you had maybe a similar experience but yeah why why do you think like we were pressured into into that to just like oh you should go right now and you know you'll figure it out kind of a mentality back then i i continue to shake my head because um i think that's all that's like part of the immigrant story of um having parents that being here from another country and they that's all they knew um it was like you gotta go to college (laughs) you know there was no other option and it was the land you know they they immigrated or for me they immigrated from the philippines and so they were educated there too um and also note that the philippines were colonized um by the u.s and and other countries too and so it was like all right this is what we know we're going to continue this trend as we immigrate to the u.s and so um it was just a plan for me to be something in the medical field (laughs) or you know to go to college and to be the best that you can be um and that's that's all we knew right jan so um I'm not upset at the experience, but I am just realizing that as I grow older and I continue to serve students and the youth um, on being confident about their pathway, like we're norming the fact that they can choose where they want to go. And I think that's freaking beautiful and awesome. But, you know, in our generation, it was just like, you got the good grades, you got to go to college. Yeah, you, you gotta make it worth it. You gotta. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a trip, and you know I have to, I have like you mentioned just that immigrant story, um, and it's something I've I've had that conversation with my parents, and I told them what my experience in college was like, and how I kind of wish that I knew what I was doing before I got in. Um, that's you know I guess a selfish way to look at it you know it's it's based from my perspective and you know what it meant to me to go to college and have that experience uh but then from my parents side you know I also knew 
it was like something I was doing for them too. Like a, a part of me was like, you know, they never got that education, and they, it's something they instilled in me a lot growing up was like, you know, um, good grades is everything. You need to, you know, get that scholarship and get that degree. And so having that message all my life was like, all right, I have to do this. Uh, no matter what and even if I'm not sure I just gotta finish for them um, and you know mm -hmm. like I, the experience I'm, I'm not knocking the experience at all it's just that I just wish I, I was mature enough to kind of understand the opportunity I had because um, now it's like damn if I had it back you know I'd, I would have probably t taken advantage of the time and just the resources college is crazy for resources they're throwing it at you you know like <laughs> You need internships, you need jobs, you need training, you need whatever. They're like, it's all there in one one place. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, no, I feel you. I mean, yeah. If you, I mean, this conversation just gets me like, ugh. <laughs> like, um, but I do want to also say too that in our generation, um, there was a lack of access for folks. You know, it's either you knew about the system or you didn't. And if you didn't, um, they'll tell you the bare minimum and it all sounds great. So then that is the choice and that is the path that you continue to go forth um, with. And um, like I said, reflecting to the work that I do now, it's like there is access or we create avenues of access to, to share our experiences and to share what mentorship is like and to share like how it was in the past. Um, and now students are more aware of, oh, this is a potential pitfall that I can fall in or, wow, this sounds great. And, and this option sounds great. So it's like, now I can compare, but we, yo, you and I just didn't have that. <laughs> And now we know, and now we can provide now it, right? Now we know. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if we look at it that way, then we know that we, we do have a role to play. And we did learn something that's valuable to, to pass on for sure. And we can speak from it from firsthand experience. So it's not like we're lying about it. <laughs> but, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm excited for you to go back to working with the youth. I think, like, that's... Um, you're you're gonna be the wise the wise man <laughs> that, <laughs> that is speaking to the youth, and they're gonna be like, "Wow, there's a lot of wisdom behind that." You know, it, it comes with time and experience, and uh, you know, kids are wise too in their own way. Uh, that's something I I, I, I I learned, and you know, kind of kind of had. I'm sure you know. They'll, they'll sometimes break it down to you in like just a fresh sense and like a, yeah. a different perspective, uh, but. We made it to, to the concluding portion of the podcast. I got a few closeout questions for you. This next one is from my previous guest. Uh, shout out to Maxi for, for your question, man. Um, his question for you is, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I got to do some math in my head. Um, for sure. <laughs> 10 years. Wow. Um, I see myself living in a home that my family and I can call our own. Um, possibly in addition to the family. Um, I mean, 10 years, 10 years is a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Things, people take it slow these days, so. Um, 
I feel that. Uh, yeah, and just really doing the thing or doing the things that I absolutely love and feel hella confident in and sharing my my superpower with everybody. But um, I'd like to vacation more. I'd love to really um, provide more for my, my parents as, you know, 10 years from now too, they'll, they'll be 10 years older. And uh, I want to be able to, to give back um, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel you on that. Uh, <laughs> I still stay with my folks, so I, I, I uh, I'm fortunate to to have that time with them and spend time with them. I just wish I could take care of them more than <laughs> we take care of each other. I was I'm saying that, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I just really want them to relax and kind of enjoy enjoy retirement and their and their lives, you know. Uh, especially mm-hmm. if you feel like they've given so much and they've worked so hard for you. Uh, but for sure. And you yeah. and are you going to be California still? Because California is going to be super like expensive and kind of hard to <laughs> to stay into. You know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean that that part too. Um, I, I think in ten years, hopefully we'll we'll have a place in San Diego, and maybe we can also have a place up here to call home and. Um, yeah, but still in San, it's still in California. I don't know about other other places, but I don't want to close the door on that. Who knows? I got you. I got you. Uh, and then my next question is, what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to Thirty Four Questions? Um, what do you want to be known for? Okay, like that. <laughs> yeah. And okay, I can be a little bit more specific. What do you want to be known for um, within the next year? Damn. All right. That's even, that's like giving yourself a, a hard uh, deadline. Because, <laughs> yeah, if I think about what I want to be known for the rest of my life versus what I want to be known for the next year, it's... Uh, I don't know if they're two different things yet. I, I, I got to really chew on that. That's a, that's a good one, though. That is a great well, one. That's a hard category question. You never got there, so I'm going to serve one. <laughs> that's dope. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, and no worries. I mean, um, if if you ever get back on the show, you know, down the road, we can definitely hit the hard level after that, you know? <laughs> Sounds good. My last question for you is a question that kind of ties everything together is what would you like your descendants to know about you 500 years from now they're kind of like trying to figure out who they are where they come from um and they're watching this video what would you tell them are they even watching videos 500 years from now um it's gonna be like oh i don't know well i hope i, I think the internet's gonna be out there forever <laughs> i don't know uh as long as, <laughs> as long as the oh servers my are running gosh. But you know, yeah. it's funny. Like someone told me before, it's like, uh, "Are you transcribing your conversations with people?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure why." He's like, "Cause if all else fails, the written word is probably gonna be the thing that outlasts like technology." And I'm like, "Damn, you're right." And then so wow. I have to figure out a way to kind of like transcribe all these conversations, <laughs> just so oh like you know, pretty cool, like a collection of books of like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be kind of bananas, but. Uh, <laughs> 
yeah that is the next project for you <laughs> one day um, for sure what would i want my descendants to know about me um that our roots are are deep you know i think there's 500 years before me and um i'm just continuing on this legacy by just owning who i am and continuing to i don't know um please myself by by teaching and and learning more about the world and i hope to you know that just reminds me the written word i should write more so that you know if if a note is hidden underground and someone finds it hopefully it can be traced to um one of my descendants and they could they could read it that'd be dope <laughs> who knows who knows who knows <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm st- i'm typing up uh so one, one project i've done and maybe you could find it useful or know anybody else uh but uh i'm trying to write down every memory i can ever remember and uh so far it's been kind of like the bad memories however once i've written it down and wrote it out i felt like i let it go and like it doesn't cross my mind as often um and i had that's not something i i was anticipating but now it's just like whoa like it it really feels great like it feels like you know this weight i i took it out of my mind put it on paper and you know i could finally let it go so yeah I don't know if you tried that, but if it, there's anything bothering you still, like from the past, write it out. And I think it's one way to let it go for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, there is research out there that says like even just for studying, um, if you were to type it, there's a certain percentage of retention of that fact. But if you were to write it, there's a higher percentage of that fact being remembered. Um, so similar to like you letting go of your thought and letting it dissipate, it's also like a good way to keep those study skills up. You know, um, I think we rely a lot on the computer, but if you were to write down and study through paper and pencil or pen, the retention is, is a lot better. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, any last things you want to add before we head out? <laughs> um... I also want to plug real quick if it's cool with you, Jan. Oh, absolutely. Um, Go for it. Do your thing. Uh, I also teach yoga sculpts. It is a combination of yoga and a total body movement, exercise, workout, however you want to label it. And um, you can check that out. Yoga is also something that I'm growing into um, and is pretty foundational in my life. So um, you can find coaching stuff and yoga stuff all in my Instagram. And um, I could just link it to you and you could. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can find those links down in the description. I'm, I'm looking this yeah. way because I think the camera's on. <laughs> But you can you can find those links uh, in the description whenever you guys get a chance. Um, Christine, want to thank you for coming on again. This was a blast. Uh, hope hope you come back on down the road and uh, we can check in about your business and uh, your your two businesses, yoga sculpting and and coaching. That's that's crazy. You got to be multi multi faceted for sure. Um, 
and uh, want to thank the folks out there for listening um, on on the streaming sites or, or watching on YouTube. I appreciate your time and interest as well. Uh, reach out, reach forward. As always, much love, and we'll catch you guys next time.